0: D. of a of as far the Sportsline on Scarf Bay Radio. Good afternoon, everyone. You're welcome once again to Sports So we're here on Scarf Bay Community Radio, in association with Jack Credit Union on eighty eight point three FM and ninety two point seven FM and on the tuning app. And on today's show and what a busy show we have today, it's Monster Final Weekend, it's Lince the final weekend, and I'm joined as always by with by Co-Presenter Pat McNamara we're going to be joined by guests we're going to get the Limerick view from Leo O'Connor the off minor hurling manager as well we're going to get the Clare view from uh, former Old Island win- medal winner and local man from Badeich uh, Liam Doyle. we're going to get the view from Galway from former all Island winning manager Cyril Farrell and we're going to get the Clikini view from our regular contributor there from down from Northside in Adrian Ronan and to sum it all up then we're going to be joined by a new man here on of Bay Community Radio he's the Vice of Sports in Cork on 96 FM, it's Finn Barr And now we're joined in the line by a recently crowned Leinster Champion uh, Hurling Championships uh, minor championship winner, w- with Offaly manager. With Offley also play, has all Ireland medals at minor and under 21 with his beloved Limerick, a man who has given great service on and off the field to his county. Um, it's Leo Connor. Leo, you're welcome once again to Bay Community Radio. Thanks a million, Leo. Leo, I suppose, uh, first of all, congratulations on your, your recent success with the Offaly minors. And, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that for a minute first. It, it wasn't, um, I suppose, a real shock to everybody considering the work you've done. You had already been with them in the Leinster final pre COVID. And really, you know, Offaly underage hurling making great strides, of which you're So, look at, um, you must be mighty proud of that bunch. Listen, I'm mighty really proud of them. Um, they're
1: they were the first year I was up there, um they got to a Forestal final. So it's no surprise, like it's just it's just we've developed upon upon the early success that they've had and it's a genuine credit to the, a lot of the lads, the Paddy of this world, Pat Guinan, all these lads that have haven't been involved with these teams on the way up, every little bit helps. Um and then when the strength and conditioning part of it comes in, it pushes them on further it gives them a sense of belief and a sense of being what it's
0: like being into County hurler, and we've we develop, we developed on that and that's the spirit and the ethos that we've developed on Leo. Yeah and, and congrats on that and I suppose as we speak about the minor uh, championship there's the, the small matter of the, the quarter finals going on at, at the moment and you know Galway and, and, and have a victory over Clare and a victory over So they're already gone through so does a winner take all game with, with Clare and of course Leash, who you know quite well after you beat him in the final how would you see that one penning out mm-hmm. Leo? Um,
1: I think home advantage is going to be a, play a big part in it and it's certainly um, fair juice to the Clare County board a nice little um nice little double header on uh, on Saturday inside in Cusack Park with the footballers playing Mead and the minor hurlers playing Leash. Certainly that towards the end of the game when it's getting tight. I think that might be the fact that it might get Clare over the line and that the fact that a bit of home support um, and certainly a Claire team that was very, very hard done by in a Munster final um, in a lot of ways to be quite honest. Um, deserved to probably win it over 60 minutes. Didn't deserve to win it over extra time. Clare Claire, for want of a better word, I suppose really didn't close it out. Um which I thought they were they looked like the better hurlers, they looked like the better team. And then to capitulate, I suppose, really inside in the penalty shootout, it was it was a major disappointment. But it's a major disappointment for minors. Bear in mind that they're only all under seventeen, so there's some under sixteens on the field, you know. Um and the other side of this clear this Claire, Claire setup as well, Leo, um, like Flannon's won a Dean Ryan this year. Um, beat our school reach and I think there was eight or nine of the our school reach team from from Clare, and certainly a Fáilin team that's all locally based, as we all know. So Clare certainly have a panel of players that I think will get probably get them over the line on uh on Saturday evening. It, it's it's going to be an interesting battle now, you know, because both teams have been beaten by Galway, so it's like they're both going in. It's level pegging, and you know. The team that raises, raises themselves for the day will get over the line, no doubt about that.
0: And Leo, you know, come back to regards yourselves in, you know, year Linster champions, Tipperary or the monster champions. You know, you're paying the price for your success now that you're inactive, and that can be a real disadvantage uh, coming towards semi final stage. It's
1: literally five weeks that we're going to be inactive. Um, and no amount like everyone else has gone over to the competition. You can't play, like we can't play Tip 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 can't play Galway. You know we can't go down and play Clare. Like it's just the amount. It's only the amount of teams that's left in the competition, and there's certainly the only amount of in-house games that you can play that brings the intensity to to training and that gets kind of gets limited at times because you know you have to mix and match it, and you're trying to get tactics right, and you're trying to get fellas back from injury, and 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 as well, and try to keep them hungry at the one time, you know. So it's a difficult job at the moment for the last for the last two three weeks they're trying to keep them right, and certainly one that Claire I think Claire and Leash and off and sorry Galway will benefit from having their own Robin competition. Those two games by Galway um, is is one of the things like. That's a major benefit to Galway. They're, they have to get right for, for literally for an All Ireland semi-final and an All Ireland final if they get there, whatever the case may be. So, like, even though Tip going into an All Ireland semi-final, Tip will have played five games. We'll be, it'll be our sixth game, and i certainly Clare and Leash are in the exact same boat as us. It's their fifth and sixth games in the championship. Now, from a positive point of view, you won't get that level of improvement with anyone. Only games gives these young players experience. And that's the one thing that they will, from a development point of view, from Claire Horland's point of view, the, the fact that they have played five, six, seven games this year, it's a huge development step.
0: Yes, that's for sure. Does not over that, and Leo. We wish you the best of luck with your minors uh, going forward, Leo. Of course, you're, t- you're talking about intensity, and I suppose looking forward to the, the Munster hurling final. The, you know, what an occasion! The first uh, monster final of Clare in Limerick uh, since nineteen ninety five, and we all know what happened on that, on that day. And we take it, we take that again. Now, if if it's turned out to us, but a unique occasion. It's uh, you know, Clare in Limerick. They bring out the best of, of one another, and even if it was in a challenge match, they'd, they'd give it their all. So. A, a brilliant monster to finally took forward to Leo.
1: Look, Leo. Uh, over the years, you even look back when you were with Claire when I was with Limerick, and go back go, go back to the early '80s when the likes of Joe McKenna's and David Craig and Sean Stacks. Sean Harris, all these people. It was always a unique occasion. Like I was only talking to Johnny Cullen today. I met him in Innes. and you know, it's always there's a there's a uniqueness to Limerick and Clare. There's a rawness attached to it. There's a local rivalry attached to it. Clare are on the way back up. It's one of these Clare teams that, are, and it's a credit to Brian, to be quite honest. I haven't seen a Clare team. Probably not as fit since Davies' teams in 2013, 2014. Certainly, there's you know that intensity. They're big, strong men, and they're mobile. Um, they're they're the, probably the first team that I've seen in the last two, three years that have that are able to match Limerick physically. And plus the fact that they have a very, very strong bench. Having the likes of David Reedy back, whether they're starting, whether they bring him off the bench. These are questions that, you know, that Brian Logan has an abundance of riches at the moment. And it, they're beginning to really step up. And Sunday's a major day for them.
0: Yeah, and I suppose, Leo, we don't know, we won't know until the teams take the feed what, what line-out uh, teams will take. But what is the mood like in Limerick? You know, they're on the on, on the go a while now, uh, this Limerick team. and. A lot of people say they're coming back towards their pack. Are they slowly getting the motor running, Leo, and looking forward to bigger things?
1: Um,
0: I just think, Leo, this year for the National Hurling League,
1: um, like you listen to the players' interviews, like they felt that they were still doing the work. Um, and I think that, OK, winning the All-Ireland last August, um, it, was, it was a huge step for them. And I think John... John and Paul Kenner and um, then did a new strength and conditioning trainer this year, Carborough Carlon. So from that point of view, I think it was a matter of readjusting to Carber's way Carber's ways, Carber's methods. And I think Limerick have timed it right. Um they said they did an awful lot of heavy work during during the National Hurling League. I certainly thought that Limerick looked leggy. Um they looked like a tired team during the National Hurling League. But certainly I think that it's one now the way you, when you look at it in hindsight now. They seem to be timing it to, for 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 this time of the year um certainly the Waterford one was a massive challenge a one that i think probably totally dismantles waterford season in a lot of ways because waterford were guilty of not scoring goals against Limerick. they came up to the Gaelic grounds scored two goals and were still beaten by seven points and they, they got the two goals late in the game you know it, it's just small things dismantle teams and i think on sunday it's a big, massive challenge for Clare, but I don't think whether Clare win or lose the game on Sunday, I don't think it's going to define Limerick's season, right? to be quite honest, because Limerick are going to be a very hard team. I don't think Limerick will be beaten twice in the one year um, it, with the current team to have, but certainly if there's any team capable of doing it and stepping up to the mark, I think this is the nearest in Munster, this is the nearest challenge that Limerick have faced in the last two, three years.
0: And and the rest of the players, John, are Leo and John Kylie, do you think he'd stick with the Trident Trust the and Trust as, as what he has done um, all along in the round robin games?
1: Yeah, I think he will, yeah. I think like the last day, like Aaron had a bit of a niggle the last day and he left him on the sideline against Clare. Um, you know, I just think that Limerick will go with the Trident Trust on Sunday. Um I'm led to believe that there's a chance that Peter Casey might tug off as a sub on Sunday. He's been he's been back training. I'm led to believe nearly one hundred percent for the last month. Um, and Barry Murphy's in a similar situation. Um, I was talking to Brian O'Grady today. Brian O'Grady only had he, only had his cruciate injury um, done a month ago, so like he's a long road to go ahead of him. But it's just that this Limerick team. Um, they've always performed. They perform to the highest of their, of their ability, and when they go out in the field, they give it one hundred percent. They're a proud team. They don't like being beaten. I'm expecting a big game out of the likes of Dermot Burns. I think Garrod Hegarty's um impact on Sunday is going to be massive. Um, I think after the last day, what happened, um, I think Garrod will come out with a point to prove, and there are small things that will all affect the game on Sunday, and I don't think injuries are going to be a major factor in it I think what Limerick will go what Limerick will give 300% in that and I don't think they leave any questions unanswered by any of the players that are on the field then you'll have the likes of the David Reedies of this world coming on for Limerick and um, being consistent with what they do and they believe in their process and that's that's the what that's the I suppose the ethos that Limerick has been built around for the last four or five years.
0: Yeah and, and they've got the, got the results to be fair to them and they've been consistent in, in everything through. All in all Leo as we come to the, the time is caught up now us you're, you're plumbing for um a victory for Limerick at this stage.
1: Look I just I just think that Limerick um, I suppose and I'm past, passing a huge compliment to Clare and I said it already. I think Clare is the nearest thing in Munster to Limerick that will come anyway close over the next period of time. Um, Limerick have players to come onto the panel next year and the year after with the under-20 team this year. Um, so from that point of view, I think Limerick's experience in this occasion for the last year, four years, they've handled it particularly well, going for four in a row. Um, That's a mighty achievement by any team. But there does come a day when, you know, it might be a step too far. And as I said, if Limerick are to be beaten this year, I think Sunday, Clare have a massive chance. But Limerick's power, their strength, their strength and depth, I think might get them over the line on Sunday.
0: Leo Connor, thanks very much for taking the time to talk to us here on Scarlet Bay Community Radio. You know, you've been very measured with your thoughts and on, on, on the money. We, we're we hoping for a clear result here. But look, hopefully, either way, we might be meeting again in, in Crop Park later on, dear. And Leo, we wish you the all very best of luck with your minor team in the All Ireland semi final and beyond, if all possible. Thanks a million,
1: Leo. But I tell you this, that I don't think Sunday is going to be the only meeting between Limerick and Clare this year. Good man, and we we'll, we'll, right we'll, we'll,
0: we'll, we'll take that note. He said we'll hold it to that Leo good. and now we're joined on the line by uh, former Clare Wingbeck a man who won two All-Ireland medals three Munster championships and uh, two All-Stars in his time with the, with Claire Senior Hall Team also an All-Ireland uh, junior medal a man well known to us and very good to give his time here on Scarif Bay Community Radio well known East Clare man and Badaik man is Liam Dyle Liam you're welcome thank you hello Liam, I suppose first, the first question is the first Munster final with with Clare and Limerick uh, since 1995, and I suppose it brings back happy memories uh, for you.
2: Ah, uh, yeah, sure. I suppose Munster finally, as I was, um, especially in the calendar year like I know you have a final like there, but we start when you start to start the year like as you got through the league was once you realise getting geared up for um, Munster championship medal like, and as, as I said. Monster Final is one of the weakest days in the
3: calendar year, like. Well, Liam, just going back to that famous day 95, they will never, any certainly supporters will never forget it. I'm sure if supporters don't forget it, the players, there's no hope they will. Uh, what are your memories of the build up? Claire had been in two terrible uh, defeats in the previous years. What are your memories of the build up, and did you feel going in that you had a reasonable chance of beating Limerick? Well, I suppose,
2: in fairness, Lynn Gaynor had a lot of blocks i suppose laid like you know but i suppose one of the biggest one of the biggest turning points was probably when gerald O'Neill came on board as um as manager like so i was I remember being at the friezel Ireland final in 1994 between limerick and Offaly, and i suppose it was nine days later we started our first transition above in belly line so i went to a fairly hill there for um a couple of months like, but, Having said that for we went through a good league campaign like and as was a bit of confidence built up, albeit that we lost the league final like in the same year. But right. I suppose one of the most defining moments was when we were all disappointed inside in the dressing room after losing as was after losing the previous two months of the finals like and the league final on top of it. I suppose supporters and maybe as far as ourselves as players were kind of doubting ourselves as well, like but. Sherlock Nair made a speech inside. He didn't say a whole lot the same day, like, but he said there's, there's, main, there's no team like a in the Munster Championship and that we're going to win the Munster Championship. Like,
3: I remember that was a, uh, a famous statement that's often played over again. We're going to win the Munster Championship after that league final defeat we were all just buying through over. And Liam, I know the hell that you've been through in belly line and it's often been recorded. Mike Mack, come on girls, we'll go for a run and this all this kind of thing. But uh, when the real hot summer came and that day and day in Thurlis, you know, people had the feeling, in hindsight, maybe that Limerick weren't weren't geared for having to fight out a hard game in the heat with, you know, over 70 minutes. And you knew that what you had built up in Line. I'm sure as players you knew that you were going to finish strong, regardless of if you could be in the game at all, that you were going to finish strong. And that's exactly how it turned out. You finished really strong.
2: Well, I suppose the testament that was probably a few four weeks previous, like we played, when we play Cork in the most of the semi final like we were playing kind it of in a position at time we were down at half time and, and heading into the breeze in second half like I suppose that's where our fitness kind of told like, against Cork like where we stayed going and stayed going obviously just was for there finish like but um but we got over the line like but um go back there and I said there previous like you know after that league final like yeah. you know, we trained savage there for four weeks leading up into the Cork game, even on from what we had already done like so you know, we'd say we hit thousands and thousands of ball inside and kills apart. like so you know, building up on top of our fitness, building up sharpness, like suppose suppose that kinda of came to the fore in the second half against Cork like. And after getting that result against Cork, you know, we did another four weeks to prepare for Limerick in you know, the Munster final like and you know, hit more and more ball, like what Charlie you know, that we're going you know, that everything is geared towards putting in the performance against Limerick on the day, like. So you know, we were really we were well prepared, mainly, I suppose, as well as physically prepared, but we were fairly well mentally prepared as well. Like that you know, this had to be our day, because like, if it didn't happen that day, a lot of things might not, might not have happened for a lot of players. And like.
3: I suppose you, you were right to say, you know, we shouldn't underestimate the effect of beating Cork in the way he did, you know. Staying in the game, you know, against the Breeze and, uh, you know, against the injury to Sean McMahon and all that. So we all know what happened with the, with the line ball he won, but, you know, the, man, the manner of, of stealing a game off court near the end because he stuck at it and you were stronger at the very finish probably was, as you said, a, a great confidence builder and in the four weeks believe up to Limerick. But, uh, tomorrow, you know, this weekend, it's, it's, it's so many years later, uh, we have Clare and Limerick and the game has changed enormously. From your point of view, before we, we talk about, you know, who might win the game and how it might be won, um how in your mind, would, would you like to be playing the modern game, Leo or Liam, Liam in comparison to the sort of hurling that was play, being played in the 90s, a totally different ball game? How would you feel about playing the modern game yourself, the position game?
2: Gee, I suppose, as I said there, it's like, probably two um, different years. Like, I suppose, we prepare for our time. I suppose now it's prepared. But like, to answer your question, like I suppose, you know, I suppose myself personally, I'm used to playing the way we play. Like. Yeah. As it was, but nowadays, like, I thought we were fit enough. You know, f- come back in, in my year in the 90s, like, but Jesus, you would want to be twice as fit you now, like, and to go through that, like, you'd have to, you'd have to do some sacrifice. I know we made sacrifices, but there's an awful lot of sacrifices, and so I suppose more discipline now, like, you know, because yeah. everything's down too much. You eat, you sleep, everything is nearly monitored now. Like, would I like to have less the whole time? I suppose if it was playing. If you were if you were young enough and day enough, you probably would once you once you wait sign up for it. Yeah, not sign off, once Exactly, once you waiting for it, you're going to give it your shot. Like you know, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose you wouldn't, you wouldn't like, you know, you'd, you'd like, I suppose, <laughs> a mixture of it to be nice to have a combination
3: of both. I suppose. I was going to, how would you fancy running about 11 kilometres every game you play, which is, I think, what they're tracking now, or something around the 11 kilometre mark, which is absolutely unbelievable, Do you know. If a fellow drank 11 kilometres of a Sunday before, he'd need to be taking about three, two months off to recover. So, it's an amazing game now. But, uh, but having said that, your fitness was a big issue in '95, and yet, as you say, you know, um, you also got confidence from the way you were hurling with with looking at and playing fastball and that. Come here when the final whistle go before we go on to the next matter. Before when the final whistle went and for the next you know a few hours and that evening and the night or two afterwards, it was just fantastic feeling and fantastic celebrations. Oh, we don't go without
2: a, of a doubt, like, you know, because so you are always dreaming. you always dreaming. First of all, this was playing with your club like when you were small. in Dream of playing with your county like, and I suppose you know I was a dream of winning a trophy like. So as I said around like, once the final day is a special day in the in the sporting calendar of any year like, you know, and I suppose we got great enjoyment after that like, and I suppose I suppose what, what really made it more exciting was seeing people's faces like with, nearly tears in their eyes like, you know, tears of yeah. joy, tears of joy that meant to that like, as was, go back during the older generation time. So my own parents got fierce joy out of seeing Claire actually finally mm-hmm. winning a Monster title like I suppose winning the t- winning a trophy I suppose like but to see those faces and to see more so many more faces even the days the days after like you know were were great like you know and the parents we had a great four or five days after like until the Friday evening hmm. with a late with the late night in scarf on the Friday night, sorry, on the Thursday night. And after that night in, the party was kind of over. We got back in running around Clare Abbey. As you said, they're running around,
0: running, what to
2: do They now, 11k. <laughs> I think we threw about, about nearly under 11 laps of Clare Abbey that night. Like So it wasn't long getting the system or getting the enjoyment out and preparing for the next one.
3: Well, I suppose a the, 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 um, five-day party is a bit more than they're getting nowadays. After winning the match, <laughs> so fair play to you He oh, melted, mil- yes. mil- and you were absolutely entitled to. And I, I concur fully with you. Mentioned your parents. I mentioned my my own father, and every one of the old people who have passed on. The joy, uh, the joy of, of of their of their um, you know faces and the tears and the and the happiness that finally breaking the rock and. Uh, for you to be part of that with, with the Clare lads and, and all the management was something that you know we'll always remember. Um, can Clare beat Limerick this weekend, Liam?
2: Well, there's oh, no, there's no doubt about it. Like, that's a really good shout. Like, obviously, Limerick are the, are the, number, one team in the con- uh, number one team in the country at the moment. Like, I suppose to compare Clare and Limerick to a couple of weeks back, like, you know, it does create intensity at the match, like, you know, it does create and it was great scores and like you know. I suppose for Claire they'd probably need probably as well and all as they played in the day, like they probably need another maybe five or ten, maybe even fifteen percent on top of that again, like to to go with Limerick. Like fitness won't be a problem, like hurling definitely won't be a problem. Like they'll be well able to stay with Limerick for 70-75 minutes like I suppose the fact that Limerick are are so physical, like enjoy they have that game plan down to a T, like, for the last four, five, six years out like, whereas maybe with, with Brian at the helm, they are, like, you know, probably, Claire, probably, maybe, I wouldn't say a couple of years behind, like, but they're building their own platform there for, they have their own kind of platform built there for less, maybe, between last year and this year, like, that they're working on, like,
0: and Liam looking at you know and there's no doubt Liam Brian Lohan has really grown into the job and is doing a massive job and the crowd are behind him you know it is a big ask for Clare on Sunday they have to come up at levels a, a number of levels maybe they've already drawn with Trice with Limerick and people are saying that you know Limerick have can improve also but there's no doubt there's the improvement in Clare where do you see the, the big battles or where can the match be won and lost on Sunday well I suppose
2: obviously <clears throat> the key one is I suppose is Tony Kelly like where t- Tony going to play like, you know, and I suppose well as was as the well well like he's given him um a free reign to roll, play in a one position, like let him just des- let him decide on the field like and I as, well as, you know, as long on Tony Kay like but he'd see like the so Dave of and Shane Donald and they've kinda of been I wouldn't say given free reins, but they've given they've been given the thing to to kinda of do like Tony roll up around as well, like as was well put put Limerick thinking as well, like you know. But they're back thinking that so it isn't going to be men for men either. Like it you know, going to be. She's like, I'll be with Tony Kelly one minute. I might be, I might be with Five minutes later, I might be with David Fitzgerald or Ryan Taylor. Like, he's given, he's been innovative and he's given players a license to to move around. Like, I suppose then to go back to your question. I suppose there's big battles all over the field. Like, you know, will Rory Hayes pick up Aaron Gilan? Like. Obviously, currently Cleary, if, if James Fanning is on Connor Cleary, he'll probably pick him up. Like, who's oh, starting the other corner for Limerick? Like, you know, I suppose uh, going back from the, another thing, I suppose, discipline is probably going to be key as well. Like, you know, Damon Burns can strike a free from 60, 70, 80 yards. Like, you know, I suppose we, we don't want to be giving him too many opportunities of getting shots to goal. Like, and, and it's as I said, the Clare management has probably had that drummed into the clear by saying like, that we can't afford to give shots you know, they'll obviously get their shots during the game but we don't want to be giving them anything extra like any soft freeze like if you get a free let some air outside in the field like an in heavy shot to go like but I suppose we don't want to be giving him too many scores like I know 9 points from a wing back so if, you, if a forward scored 9 points, be happy taken for, for a wing back to be scored 9 points. like so it's probably a lot like
0: yeah, and Liam, it's John Keenan. Is the man in the the middle uh, on Sunday? John Keenan from Wicklow, and I think that he's going to be his first experience of a monster final. He's going to be key because he will not, he will not have rift in an atmosphere as hot as what he's going to face on Sunday. No, it's
2: a, it's it's a big day for him, like you know, and there is going to be battles all over the field, like you know, the ball could be one side of the field, like there could be a bit of action at the other side of the field,
3: like
2: <laughs> you know, and he's. He's going to be able to be tuned in with his with all his yeah, officials yeah. like this. It it is going to be a game like that, you know. and like, like you know, there is a good, healthy rival. Like, I can suppose that's what you want in the GA as well the G A as well, like but you know, the way the game is gone, as we said previously, like the way the game is gone now, it is gone pretty lively, like, you know, and he'll have to keep up with the player because there will there will be certain things I'd be fairly assured well I can't say, but you'll be fairly sure there will be certain things Happening with the ball on one side of the field mm. and something else at the other side
3: of the field, like not, not that wouldn't happen in near daily. And of course, but you're waiting no appetites for it. Certainly, I mean, you know, uh. it's going to be massive. There's no question. The crowd is going to be massively involved. It's going to be packed. A fierce rivalry between the two teams. Um, would you put money on Clare to win it? Finally, Liam.
2: Well, I think John you know, in a two in a two hour in a two hour like like you know, John just before the incident, like you know, it's, one thing is going to be brilliant to see is Munster full or pecked out Correct. and once to find because like, as you said there, it's going to create an atmosphere like you know that well, maybe that we haven't seen in a while like but that's a question. You know, the bookies are often four clear for four to one, like, you know, is it worth it with it? There's no there's, not, there's no doubt about that. Like, you know, in the two horse race, we see as was watching there last weekend, so whether there's a good home or not like Jerry winning the first Ulster title in twenty four years, like Please, God, just, you know, I can't to do it. Yeah, years re- re- as well. Repeat, repeat that yeah. a week, a week and like, you know. Liam, are they good f- enough to do it. There's no doubt about it, but they are good enough to do it. But as I said, they're probably up to one up with maybe another 10% on top of what they played a couple I of weeks ago. the other way, yeah. yeah.
0: Liam, finally, won an, 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 in, in 10 seconds, the Linster final, uh, Kilkenny and Galway, Cordy and Sheflin. Who's going to win this one? Yeah, if I was looking at the form
2: there last. I suppose of
0: course in the Champions League like, probably Galway are favourites like, and I'm probably rightly so like if I was to pick a winner I'd we'll probably go with Galway Liam Dyle as always you know it was great watching you on, on the field to play and look, I know you'll be down there supporting the team in all your glory on Sunday and thanks for taking the time to talk to us here on Scarborough Bake Community Radio okay, thank, thank
2: you, very you very like really, Liam thank you ok cheers bye
0: and now we're uh, joined on the line by men who's very good to us here on Scariff Bay Community Radio, a farmer, All Ireland winning manager with Galway, um, well known pundit on the Sunday game as as also, and has given an awful lot to hurling on and off the field. It's Cyril Farrell. Cyril, you're welcome once again to Scariff Bay Community Radio. Uh,
4: pleasure is mine, Leo. No problem.
0: Cyril, huge weekend. We're going to start with the with the, Lins the final, uh, Galway and 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 Kilkenny. We're, we're hoping to get the the news that's coming out of Galway. Galway under Henry Shefflin, What's your thoughts?
4: Ah, oh, yeah, look, they're in, a, they're in a good spot. They're in a good position. Uh, like, they played one another, you know, they know another inside out at this stage. And uh, the style of Kilkenny play, look, they're hard to beat, Leo. It doesn't, there's no point saying otherwise. They're, they're hard to beat. But, like, their tradition is very strong. But I don't rate, like, Kilkenny... They're not what they were. Like we we're all thinking, that Kilkenny, like with the Tommy Welches and the JJ Delaneys and the Henry Shefflins and Eddie Brennan's, You know what I mean? Eddie Brennan and Jackie Turrell, They were great horrors. No, these guys, are, they're they're good, but they're not as good as that. So therefore, like they wouldn't have the same trait. But 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 you never have the beat until the, the final whistle is over. Now, go have a few niggly injuries going in. Like David Buck twist his ankle the last day. Uh, you know, kind of came down heavy. You now to say he'll be okay. Uh, what the young Cannon pulled, kind of a slight hamstring. Now knowing them, they'll want to play. You know what I mean? They'll all want to play. Now, maybe if there's a league match tomorrow, might play, but they'll want to play the Championship and it is an instar final. But like, people forget, Leo, that, 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 that Brian Cody and Kilkenny are going for three in a row. And if he wins four in a row, say, it won't go down until Kenny is fine, but they'll have to win the All iron before they're rated. And that's, that's the way it is. I think all oh, we're good enough to get through if they have the full 15, definitely. Like, there's lads come back from injury, which is a big help. Young, there's a young lad there, young Glennon from Ronald Lennon from Muglia, yeah. quite a good order, at a good league. He got injured at the wrong time, he's a good player, and uh, our own club in here, the, Jason Flint Jason yeah. is back in form, and like, he's really moving well again. Like, he'd be on, he'd, like, he'd be on the team really if he hadn't get injured now. He might be on the nobody. He'd be still coming on. These guys, are; they won't weaken the team, but that's what you want, taking skill, Kenny like. But The last day we played them, uh, the Kenny Forrest caused a lot of trouble, especially, especially young Cody. Like, gee, he seemed to get loose the whole time. He's on Jack Grealish. You'd have to say they had a great game. Now, when Jack got injured, Porek, many went back in that tight, but we were at home and we were kind of lucky to win the game, so it promised to be a good one.
0: And and so, you know, talking about Galway, first of all, do you see Henry making changes to the starting 15, maybe to allow Jason Plin to come in? Or will he go with much the same as he, will I'd he go say, with the same say, 15?
4: Yeah, I'd tell you, if they're all injured, what he's been doing all year, is playing the same 15. Even that day when Jack, when Jack was getting a, a, a grueling from, from a young Cody, he didn't take him off. He got actually injured, so he had to come off, but like it was, he didn't take him off. So I would think he's playing the, the same 15 only if they're fit. You know what I, mean? I know David Burke like is mad to play and David like he's kind of he's the he's the leader of the team now. He might be the captain, but he's still the leader. So you know, they'll want him playing there. He's a big ass to have. But like if he's not right, I suppose he won't play. But the the the, the, the rumour really is that they that they'll be all starting. That's that's the rumour behind the scenes anyway.
0: Yeah, and indeed, you know, You'd, we're, we're, of course up here we'd be all hoping for a, Gal- a Galway victory uh, uh, anyway there's no doubt about that but you know Cody is Cody and he could you know there's no doubt you know he's back to the wall at the moment and he'll send out a very motivated crew
4: Yeah well you see he'll do that anyway like you'll always know Leo you'll always know what you're going to get from 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 Brian Cody's team like they'll die with their, with their, with their boots on that's the way they are And you know you get that that's a given every day I suppose was a few is back to be a big plus to him you know, like, he's a big imposing full-back and he kind of holds the edge of the square and he's good. Like, you know, what, up front, like, you have Park Wells gone kind of up there again, playing great stuff, you know. It's it's just that you begin to wonder, like, he was a great back, how what kind of forwards are if he's gone up there. Like, in the it isn't saying much, but at the same time, you know, that'd be very hard to be. But it's a funny, you know, when you look at the Championship closely, Kenny uh, could can, can get still beaten on, on Saturday evening and that that be the third time they're beaten and they could still go on and win the All-Ireland so I'd say it's something they'll have to look at because it looks kind of funny you know? Yeah, you No, know saying have to say audience. that it's great mm. it's after great for horrible. maybe they should go back to the system where you got two chances no, well, if you got beaten the second time you're gone. But look at that's 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 they're the rules. Yeah, it, 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 it is a
0: decision for another day. It is not. But it seems it to be. ironic yeah. 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 if you could beat three times and still win in our mm. Ireland. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah,
4: it'd be still very hard to beat because like even like Leo, the thing is like uh, as you know I have the both finals on Sunday and Saturday. Like uh, the beaten team are still training Sunday or Monday morning, and it, it is knockout. That's why. You know, the cut and thrust will be in there, but it's not the same. We just knockout. It's a different ball game you've gone for the for year. Sure. But that's for another day as well. Like.
3: And so, just before we finish on the Leinster final, I'd be just interested in your take on, you know, big, big, big story when Henry Shefflin came to Galway. Do you think he has brought some of that Kilkenny traits of Cody's team to say people have to win their own ball? The ball, oh, yeah, is, always given to the the ball is always given to the player in best position to score and all that. Has some of that come to Galway under Henry or do you, do you see any difference in how they're playing since he came? Oh, well,
4: I... Yeah, I would. I'd say a nice bit of a difference. You'd have to say the first thing is in the training, uh, Leo. They were surprised. There was no sophistication in the training, if you want to call it old style, because you win your own ball, you win the rook ball, you fight very hard, you weren't fighting hard enough. Uh, the defence starts at number uh, fifteen, you know that kind of way, old style really, like, but very, very much that way, and uh, would, would be very, would be very fair to the lads, but very clear in what he wants them to do. You know, it was a very noticeable last day against Dublin. He kept shoving Jerry McAnn, or Jerry McInerney under the high ball, puck out wasn't his, And he was right because Mac is good in the air. That had be the best part of his game. And even if he didn't catch it, it broke. Two in backs were in like a shot. And it seemed to have that worked out that he was going to plough in regardless of who was in the front of them. Now they have to keep going that way. And he's got a lovely system going. Now the, the, don't worry about the numbers. Like Joseph Cooney and, and Tom Honor are usually picked eight and nine, but they play as the two wing forwards because it means young Murphy can put the ball down top. to kind of to put it into space. to go it to win it and use your midfield and Cahill Mannion picks Cornick was out midfield along with David Burke. that's what's been happening I can't see him going away from that that, that again like you know so you know you would have to say um, you know hanging in and kind of winning by a point is better than losing by a point but the the, the we call it the handshake incident that'll be still there but them boys know another very well like Cody will be to get one over on, on both Garvey and then Tom Purdy and Henry, the papers right up that, but these boys are too big for that, day. and this and there's bigger fish down the road as well.
0: There's no doubt about that And uh, so you're talking about bigger fish, and there's no doubt there's two of the big fish are playing in 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 Turles and Clare and Limerick. You know, a, a unique monster final, great rivalry, and you know they they know one another inside out. How do you think this one is going to fare out, Cyril?
4: Well, as opposed to be fair, from the outside looking in, you'd have to say that Clare are the team of the championship so far, from kind of start up from scratch. Like everyone knew Limerick would would call them the benchmark. They're up there, and Kilkenny are always Kilkenny, and even though goal might be going well, they're always kind of rated as a team to go win dollar they will only want, There's only one thing in in John Kylie's mind: okay, try to win every game, which you saw was it two years ago against Tipperary, they're beating out the gate. Like, I, I can see if this, if they have any injuries in Limerick, I don't expect them to be playing. They still try to win. Whereas Claire will have full throttle, I would think. That's where I would see it. And it, 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 I'm not saying it means more to Claire, but like definitely another monster title for Brian Lowe to be his first real cup to win, to be a kind of a to be a scalp on his belt. Like, whereas uh, John Kiley isn't that he'll want to lose it, but definitely there's only one thing that will count. And if they don't win the All Ireland this year, Leo, matter what the win in between it, it won't count I think in Limerick
0: yeah indeed and as you mentioned Brian Lohan there Cyril and he's a man that has kind of he's grown into this manager's job I suppose you know he he's now beginning to put his own stamp on the team and as you said it, it is a big one for him Sunday and it would be great to get a bit of silverware
4: oh it would be fantastic yeah I know Sean Tracy very well I was talking, talking to him there uh, before Christmas at a funeral, Connor Hayes' his wife passed away very soon. I was talk- talking about the funeral after the funeral, and he was saying like they were going well, and Tony was coming back, and he was saying like working very hard, and knowing them like uh, <laughs> they would be working hard. You know? like, these boys are like the to me clearer playing. They're, they're showing what the, their coaches are like. like they're going flat out winning every ball and playing for one another like they've really got a lovely kind of a, a mixed system going it isn't carrying the whole time but they're definitely, and even the young lads coming on they're flashing scores and like even when Tony had a quiet game, they still are scoring well like you know but to me they are coming they're getting better and better and better and if if they could get a good win on Sunday, where are they going to stop? they won't, be, they won't stop at all. Yeah, this is the thing. They like, they could they could go on now. Even losing, they'll come back in the other way. It'll take a bit out of them. But I don't think it'll take. If Limerick lose, I don't think having it done that way before, it'll take as much out of them to be saying, well, we know what we know what to do. We this really start the way they'll kind of accept it and drive on.
0: And Cyril, finally, do you expect if you were putting your your fiver on as you know, and i you do an old base every now and again, would you are you going are you going for Limerick?
4: I, I kind of go for Clare in the sense that I feel. I'm not saying Limerick don't want it, but I just feel that, that, that Clare wanted more. And that, that doesn't make it any easier to win. But look, to me, the form goes out the window when Clare and Limerick play. There's no form as far as I'm concerned. Because definitely Clare will go at Limerick. They'll, they'll rise their game. You know, that even the one of the Alliance remember that played in, 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 in Innocenture, yeah. Clare beat them out. the gate like. So that to me, Clare will rise their game for Limerick. And uh, Limerick will know that. But I, I think it's, it's going to be Clare's win on Sunday.
0: Cyril Fell, we hope we hope it, we we'll take that for sure. There's no doubt about that. We'd love to see that happening. And Cyril, as always, thanks for taking the time to talk to us here on Scarab Bay Community Radio.
4: All
0: right, Leo. God bless. And now we're going to be joined on the line by our Kilkenny representative, a man who's won all medals at all grades uh, for Kilkenny men. Very good to us here on Scarab Bay Community Radio. It's Adrian O'Nan. Adrian, you're welcome once again.
5: Well um, afternoon, boys, how are you doing? Great Adrian, Adrian,
0: thanks for coming Adrian, a major weekend And we're going to start with with, with the with, with the Leinster final uh, Kilkenny and Galway You know, I suppose there's a lot of side shows in this They've already played in the Leinster Championship Where Galway came out on top We have the famous handshake with Henry and Brian Which has been well documented Kilkenny coming on the back of a defeat You know, a poor defeat it looks like uh, To Wexford Where Galway uh, came on Coming back into the centre final On a victory over Dublin How do you see it all panning out Adrian?
5: Well, sure, like everybody, there's in Kilkenny, there's two train of thoughts, I suppose. There's a, a crowd, there's a group of people that are very confident and think that we'll um, take on Galway and beat him. On what grounds, I'm not too sure. And then there's the group that don't think we'll beat them and maybe better off if we didn't beat him and that there might be changes in Kilkenny management. So it's very, very strange in Kilkenny. I've never seen Kilkenny so divided, shall we say, going into a game. Because, as I said, there's a you know there's the Henry factor. There's a group of people who would rather Henry not be involved in Galway. There's a group of people involved that would think Henry should be in Kilkenny. So Kilkenny is strange leading into this match because of the Henry and the Brian Cody factor. Because of the, the fact that, as I said, Kilkenny, if they win, possibly they'll be in an all Ireland semi-final. Is that good for Kilkenny long-term? So there's a very funny thought process going on in Kilkenny at the minute. And it all depends on what group you are in in I'm in the group that hope Kilkenny win I'm in the group just to put it on the record think that we will win and I'm also in the same group that don't know what I'm really putting that on based on the performance against Wexford but I think over the years Kilkenny Galway matches have been close yes, Galway have got the better of us in recent times yes, Galway Underage have got the better of us in recent times but I think that the Kilkenny changes that will happen uh, on Saturday the changes to the team have made a difference and I think the fact that, you know, Kilkenny didn't really perform to the heights expected against Wexford, that is a, a huge tool of, of hurt to have in your bag. And I think that'll make a huge difference to Kilkenny on the day, or at least I hope that's the case on Saturday.
0: And I suppose you, you know, you are talking about the Cody and side sideshow, but there's also, you know, Cody coming up against his own his own clubmen, coming up against his own his own relations as well. It it, it must be kind of, it must be awkward for him as well. <laughs>
5: Well, sure, of course, it's awkward for Henry, particularly against his own nephew, as you know, and Cody is obviously his own nephew, uh, and then against his own clubmen, in TJ and Richie Reid and, uh, and and Adrian Mullen Then, So he knows them very well. And, of course, Richie O'Neill, who's Henry's coach in Galway, is also uh, with Ballyhale for the three years as well. So there's a huge familiarity with the Ballyhale contingent, and the Ballyhale contingent are huge to the Kenny um, team so obviously that's a plus possibly for Henry how they play and how they get performed but um, that being said um, it is a sideshow and as both players who have huge respect for each other and offered so much and give so much to Kilkenny-Horland at the end of the day it's the 15 men for Kilkenny and the 15 men from Galway across the line, they'll prepare them as best they can to win, they're both competitors they're both want to win that's for sure
3: I think a lot of people Outside of Kilkenny, we will agree with you that in the Leinster final, Adrian, Kilkenny will always have a real chance. And I mean, you know, we know they're not too far off the mark, even though they might not have the players of your. But an Cody team in the, the Leinster final is going to be absolutely very hard to beat. But looking at Galway for a moment, do you think that Henry Shefflin, leaving out all the sideshows, has changed them and made them into a team that's much more maybe, you know, dogged and harder to beat, you know, all the qualities we had in Kilkenny? Do you think he has brought something to Galway that they didn't have before?
5: Yeah, well, look, if you go on Galway's consistency, even this year alone in the round-robin series, like they've won four games, drew one, they've been unbeaten. We've won three, lost two. Uh, so the consistency is something that Galway always lacked over the years. You'd have a very good performance followed by a poor performance. So I think uh, Henry's brought a consistency to him. He's brought that dogginess. You know, and he's brought the Cody or the Kilkenny style hurling. And I know from listening to the Galway rumours that, you know, you won't see hundreds of cones up in the field above in Galway for the training or you won't see crazy uh, drills of all sorts of all sports being brought into it there's what we call the Cody school of training which is you know throw the ball in and, and lads leather each other for 50 minutes or an hour um, and, and that's what happens and I think that's what happens in Galway and I think they might have got a bit of a fright from what I believe in Galway that they thought Henry and Richie were going to bring this complicated style of play to him but they haven't they've brought it down to cut out all the frills and they've brought Galway to be more consistent, more dogged, as you said, and more probably defensive. And, I mean, it's proven up to now to be decent uh, to Galway at this stage. And I, I think that's what the boys that Like Henry and Richie. I keep going back to them, they're men of very high quality, don't court publicity, don't court, as I said, flamboyance. And, um, you know, and, uh, as I said, I think that's replicated on what the Galway style of play is at the minute. Um, and I think up to now based on the results I think the one thing they brought is a consistency to Galway
0: And that consistency is going to go out the window Sunday when Kilkenny or Saturday even when Kilkenny are going to take him down in your view
5: Well it'll start from the minute the National Anthem because I suppose um, Kilkenny and Brian Cody and as as you mentioned that handshake again has caused all sorts of uh, different uh, issues with different people some people have read it different ways There is a bit of discontent in Kilkenny. It didn't seem great from what the television and pictures and cameras showed. And strangely, the Kilkenny, not strangely, I shouldn't say strangely, the Kilkenny players have huge respect. I think it's respect for Brian Cody. And they'll know that what went on after the game um, mightn't have shown great light to Brian Cody. And they'll back him, I think. And I think in this case, you know, as I said, going back to Kilkenny in Crow Park in the Leinster final, we have a great record. Yeah, it's going to be tricky. And if you look back on the results over the last five years, the last five championship matches, just go back to Salt Hill two months ago or the 1st of May, there's nothing in it. There'll be nothing in it Sunday either or Saturday. There'll be nothing in it either. It'll come down to the wire. And I think it'll come down to them. I mentioned this before. I think it'll come down to the the fact of the panel. And I think if you go through the Galway panel and the Kilkenny panel, I think Galway might have a better 10 or 11 players than us if you match them. But then when you go outside the Galway 10 or 12 We'll have a better 22, and I think it will come back to the, the subs and the changes and the quality of the panel. I don't think Galway have the strength and depth that we might have. We might not have the stars of the past, but I think we have a very decent 22 or 23 that can make a huge difference to Kilkenny. And I'm not too sure Galway, when they'll dig deep into their panel and have the, them changes, that'll bring that change, that'll make, get them over the line. So I'm expecting Kilkenny to need their five subs, and for those five subs to make a difference. <laughs>
0: yeah and indeed we, we, we'll we see what way it pans out and later on this evening in Crow Park Adrian as always it's very good to, take, to, to talk to you and look we'll we'll see what way we the, the weekend's go we are promised a feast of action and look may the best teams win well we'll still be in the championship come well, you know, is, 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 isn't <laughs> that, just, is that just the beauty of it to be there on Monday morning there's no doubt about that yeah. Adrian Ronan yes. as always thanks very much for taking the time to talk to us thanks a very, very bye bye And now to get an independent view on all games over the weekend as we have spoken to the other other guests but this man is going to give it to us straight down the middle of what way games are going to go for for the weekend a man well known uh, to all uh, in GA he's devised the sport in Cork especially in Cork 96 FM it's Finber McCarthy. Finber you're welcome to Scarf Bay Community Radio No, is that delighted
6: to be on. Delighted to be honest of course, Kinnber, you're
0: you're on a bit of a high course. First of all, monster minor football champion, So uh, it is one monster championship in 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 the counties uh, this
6: year. Yeah, and badly needed after a, cu- a rough couple of months, and probably against the head, having lost I amazingly, mean, we lost one sixteen to five in Tralee, well, maybe a month ago now, five weeks ago. Didn't score from play. Went up then to Tipperary and got three twenty, and here tonight scored three eleven, and there only one wide. So, so and any you pitch your neighbours from Kerry, and I say this with the greatest respect, it's always a good night. Kerry, to be fair, did have a player sent off, but we were in control of the match at the time. And look, we're the monster champions and just move on. We're into the quarterfinals, so are Kerry, but it's better to be going there as champions than, than to be going in as runners-up, I would think. So hopefully we we take a bit of confidence from him in.
0: And Finber, of course, moving on to the big games the weekend, and we have the Munster Hurling final between ourselves, Claire here, and Limerick. Uh, what's your independent view on that, you know, from a Corkman having come across them earlier on in the Round Robin games?
6: Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a very good game. And I think Clare, as many people were writing them off prior to the start of the Round Robin, have been probably the standout team in the Munster Championship, apart from Limerick. The Limerick have been very good as well. I think they are going to find it very, very hard to win on, on Sunday. The, the, the proper thing for me to say, no, Claire are going to win. I'm not saying they're not going to win, but I think they're really up against it. I, look, we all accept this is a very exceptional Limerick team. Maybe they're slightly gone off the boil a little bit, but I've been immensely impressed by Claire the way they've played all year. I saw, I saw Claire and Kip and told us that day, and what struck me, two things struck me that there, was the, the manner in which they went for Tipperary's choice very early on. And the volume of support they had not told us that they suggested to me that the Clare people are really behind this
0: team. Yeah, and I suppose there's a with, with a manager like Brian Lohan, Finn Barry, you know, who he wears his hat in his sleeve and he has grown into the manager's role. And, you know, if there is the the, the fist to the crowd after the day be, be, beating yourselves, yeah. actually. And, you know, the crowd and, and they have roared in behind him and there's great momentum in Clare. But look, I suppose it, it all comes down to the 70, 75 minutes on the field on Sunday.
6: Yeah, well, first of all, I've never met Brian Lohan personally, but I admired him immensely as a player. He was probably one of the best, best defenders around. But what struck me about him, and I just recall, go back to the Cork Clare match in the Gaelic rounds last year when Tony Kelly nearly won the match and Patrick Collins did win the match for us with that brilliant save. Remember after that, when the match was over, Brian, Brian Lowen went around and his gracious, gracious manner in which he accepted defeat <coughs> and a slight sore throat, he shook hands with Kieran Kingston and any park mentor or player that came away. He shook hands in a real, uh, what's the word, a cordial manner. He accepted the better team probably won the match on the day. And it really struck me. And what he's done with this player team to share shows the quality of the man. First of all, as a player and as a manager, he's been the story of the championship. And for that alone, I think players deserve to be where they are.
3: And in general terms, this is Pat uh, with Leo um, Finbar. In general terms, uh, you know, there's a lot of talk that the Munster final maybe has lost a bit of its loss because of the fact that it's not knockout anymore. Yet, I suppose, on Sunday with 45,000 people, I think it's a sellout, uh, that won't matter. You know, people, rivals want to beat each other in big matches, big crowds, and I don't think they'll be thinking about the next day out after that. I agree with you, I don't,
6: I don't buy into that at all. It's the Munster Hurling final, and... I bite my hand off to have a monster Hurley medal. I I read somewhere when did Clare last minute? I I someone said is it twenty years. odd years or
0: something? Nineteen
6: ninety eight. Yeah. I mean, yeah, 90, so. I mean that, that's a phenomenal entertainment time for Clare, a very very proud hurling county to be world a Munster title. And you to tell me, you mean to tell me someone say, ah oh, look, if we lose, a hammer, it? That won't matter. I think on Sunday once the referee throws in the ball, all sides will go hammer and tongs for it, and it does matter in my in my view. It, it, it starts as the route first of all to the All Ireland title, and after to the All Ireland final, I should say. And after a pretty hectic uh, round robin series, when you have to play four games in a short period of time, by winning you get the extra couple of weeks off to prepare for a semi final. So I I don't think that I would I don't buy into that. And it's the same thing as the final. It has not lost its loss You tell any player there's one most the title. Be it from Cork or they like to play in the last number of years. Do they cherish the medal? They do. Then the Crows that they're beating, they are beaten the final, do they regret losing them? They certainly do. So I don't buy into that. I think the Munster final, it's a special day. It's a great day for Hurling and hopefully we'll get a good match.
3: Agreed. And I was just one question there. I know you probably feel Limerick will win and that's a, your honest opinion, which is a, a commonly held opinion, obviously, but because of their experience and, and their strength, etc. If Clare were to cause a surprise, Fimber, uh, whereabouts on the field do you think they would need to they would need to get their act together most? What would, what would be the, the key areas?
6: Well, obviously they will have to. They have. To, they'll have to, Limerick have the capacity to get get scores from anywhere? damon Bourne can score from a long range. O'Gelan is a very good player. I think the the, the match-ups will be interesting. What what Lohan and Kylie will come up with will be interesting. No, I'm I'm I I'm, I think Limerick will win, but I'm not really clear off. And the, the big clear, the big plus clear I have of course is Tony Kelly. This guy is unmarkable. I don't care who you put on him, he, he can do serious damage. I think if if, if um if the clear defence can be a bit the bit tight and region and the on the Limerick forwarding, they might they might just see the issue. But I still don't see Limerick to win it, but not by much. But I think they're of a great chance. And matchups will be important. And if they can maybe deny Limerick getting a couple of goals, they could be, they could spring a surprise.
0: Yeah, and and Finbar, we 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 echoed those sentiments entirely. Finbar, a quick word on the linster final, uh, Kilkenny, and Galway, Shifflin against Cody. Where do you see, how do you see this one penning out?
6: I think I'll win this one. Um, I watched, I watched, uh, we played Kilkenny in the league semifinal, I know a couple of months ago, and we didn't particularly well and we beat them. I think what surprised me altogether was Kilkenny's performance against Wexford the last day in Nolan Park. I, I don't think this is a very good, maybe wrong or you know, some people say things that come back to bite you in the ass. I don't think this is a particularly great Wexford team. And below in Nolan Park that night, Kilkenny, was it a point or two ahead or a point behind the halftime of I, I was watching it and I said they couldn't lose. They couldn't lose, but they did. I didn't think they were pretty good. Maybe there's an over-reliance on TJ Reid. And I just, I just think Galway will win this match uh, in Crow Park. Seven um, o'clock for Saturday night probably doesn't suit the Galway people. But I just, think I, I think Kenny just slightly off the ball a bit. And I think I take uh, Galway to win that.
0: And indeed, before we let you go, uh, Finberg, Cork, a revival in Cork, you know, you, you were in the doldrums a few weeks ago, and now back into, you know, the knockout stages, and very, very quiet down yes. there, you know, a good turnaround uh, for Kim King Kingston and, and the Leds. Yeah,
6: they say, what they say, a week is a long time in politics, seeing him it's even even in holding in football. Um, I was very disappointed with the performance against Clare that day, it was far more it was a far bigger beating than the two point winning match at the end of the match. I thought they were well over us. We got a goal and the point later on. But we came to, I didn't think we'd win below Morford, I must confess now. But whatever happened between those two games, I didn't expect things happen, which I'm not going to reveal on the local radio station. But <laughs> mm-hmm. it was a totally different team that went out that day in Morford, and they were full value. The other thing I felt that day, at one stage, Morford winning 110 to 1 6. And there was a kind of an arrogance came into their play and Cork got a couple of scores and went in ahead at halftime and were never led there And I think that turned Cork's season around. I always felt we were going to beat Tipperary because I had seen Tipperary play a couple of times and I wasn't that impressed with him. What struck me was the manner in which we beat them we beat him comfortably. We're in a good position. I'd expect us to beat out of Kerry and Antrim. I think Antrim will win that on Saturday. And we we'll end up in the quarter final and I think it'll be Cork and in the quarter final. So look, it's amazing how things turn around. at the end of May we could be the championship. Now we're looking at maybe extending a bit longer. And who knows? Cork and Claire might meet again.
0: Yeah, we do, and we'd mm-hmm. we'd look for we'd look <laughs> forward we'd look forward to that. There's no doubt about that. finally a quick win on the Camogie. Cork camogie you know, they we had a, a tremendous monster minor our senior final, uh which to extra extra time. Yeah. Unfortunately the last night for Clare you know, the Cork machine is up and running and it looked looked in in very good shape.
6: Yeah, they were quite good the last night, man, um, To be fair to Clare, it was their fifth week in a row and they conceded two goals a year at the match. I'd have half-time and never recovered. But to be fair to him, they kept plugging away and they got a couple of goals later on. Um, I think Cork, Cork will probably beat Dublin on Sunday and based on what I saw, what I, I think Clare, you're home to Wexford. I think. Home to Wexford, that's right, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a match you could win. I, I think... Wex, I think Clare could really target third place in this group. I, I think they have Dublin to play and Waterford, is it after
0: Yeah, that? we've all had three home yeah. matches, Finbell, yeah.
6: Yeah, and I was very impressed with Clare. Even last Saturday night, even in the feet, they still kept to the basics. The principles, what they've been doing all along, their, their, their quality play is good. Some very good players. Maybe the depth isn't there. I noticed now last Saturday night, not, it maybe one sub came on, and that might be an issue for the tournament. But I like the way they play. I think they'll beat Wexford. I think they'll probably be far I think they could. They'll probably end up as the third team. And they, I, I, tipped them actually. I wrote in my column last week. I think, tipped, based on what I saw in the monster think Clare will be one of the teams to take the group.
0: come man, Finn Bell, And we look at we. That's, uh, under the positive note, we, 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 we'll, we we'll take our, take our leave of you on this <laughs> yeah, occasion.
6: I, yeah. Look, it be easy for find out. Say, Clare going to win the Sunday. If
0: I'm wrong, I'm wrong and I'd be delighted Good man yourself. No bother card. Finn Finber McCarty, uh, thanks very much for taking the time to talk to us here on Scarif Bake News Radio. And the best of luck at Sunday if you're up there we might have a chat. We appreciate that. Thanks Finber. Good morning. Take Bye bye. Bye bye. And that concludes our sports Time show here today on Scarif Bake News Radio in association with the Credit Union on 88.3 FM and 92.7 FM. We hope you've enjoyed the show and we thank our guests Leo O'Connor, Liam Doyle, Cyril Farrell, Adrian Ronan and Finn Barr McCarthy. And also a special thanks to co presenter Pat McNamara and thanks to the men in the control tower uh, Jim Collins. Uh, we, and once again, we look forward to your company uh, right after this show from McGarney Park in Six Mile Bridge for the All Ireland Senior Camogie Championship game between Clare and Wexford. So all that remains for me, Lily O'Dial, at this moment in time, until we meet again, it's Bannock Day, August Lawn.